show called Let's Talk Homeschool. I'm Davis, and as always, I'm with my lovely wife, Rachel. We're your hosts. This is the show where we talk about everything homeschooling, the how, what, when, where, and why. We want to affirm and encourage you in the decision to homeschool. We also want to challenge and inspire you to take things to new heights. Finally, we want to celebrate everything you get to experience in this adventure of a lifetime. Welcome to episode number 37. Today's show is titled, Feel the Freedom. Okay, Rachel, let's talk homeschool. So homeschooling is often viewed as for the few, a minority, the called. Uh, Many homeschooling parents are an independent lot, comfortable with blazing new trails and taking the path, path less traveled. But in the last few months, every family in America, and the world for that matter, have experienced what I call a mandatory trial run of homeschooling. Now, everyone can say that they did this at least once in their lives for part of a school year, but now stories are surfacing reporting anywhere from 22 to 60% of parents plan to continue this fall. Yay! Is this because they enjoyed a newfound quality of life, improved academic results, or the freedom to call the shots? Or is it something else entirely going on here? So, Rachel, what would you say about this idea of feeling the freedom? Yeah, great, great setup. I love this. And it's very exciting to read these articles. And they're not articles from homeschool outlets, so I don't believe them to be agendist or slanted. I think they are actually being objective. And to answer the whole of your question, the list that you laid there, the quality of life, the improved academic results, and the newfound freedom... I got to tell you, I think it is a compilation of all of those things. And I've seen that on my own Facebook page. I posted questions sort of trying to understand. I've gone to other Facebook pages and trying to understand these, the new influx and what they're thinking and where they are. And I think it's all of those things, but specifically today talking about this calling the shots or feeling the freedom. My goodness, I am so excited about this opportunity for families to step out and homeschool. And I think what, you, what you're really gonna see is if you can dare to step back and just take a deep breath and exhale. <laughs> Which we've talked about a lot. We've talked about that so much, but I don't know that we can overstate that because I do think even though there seems like there are many who are considering actually continuing on this fall, because of all of the circumstances, because they stepped out and maybe it wasn't as scary or as challenging as they thought, or maybe it was the new freedom, or maybe there is fear involved. I mean, I don't know. This is a wonderful way to live your life with your family and with your kids. And I know that when we first stepped out, you know, we've told our story and I felt forced at first, um, a little bit of fear, but mainly forced, but the freedom that came in after that, the liberation from the system and the system's calendar and the system's schedule and the carpool line and just all of that. Oh, that was glorious. Well, and, and often I remember the feeling I had was a sense of, oh boy, this is a lot of responsibility. Yeah. yeah. And at first glance, one would think that would cause you to stop dead in your tracks and say, that's why I can't do this. Right. But my very next feeling was, but we get to call the shots. Yeah. We are in charge. Sure. sure, that's a lot of responsibility, but oh, wow, we get to literally consider all the possibilities and we don't have to report to somebody. We get to talk and decide what are our goals? What are we actually aiming for? Uh, and that was exciting. It was very exciting. And some of it may be a little bit of the, of the American mentality sure. and love of freedom. 
the experience uh, as an American sure. getting to you know blaze your own trail sure. in many ways. But uh, the whole world's going through this. But mm-hmm. you know, we're certainly reading stories about uh, America and how a large number of families are seriously considering continuing this fall. And so, yeah, I don't know how many will actually, you know, not get cold feet sure. and will uh, keep the, that decision down. And we're actually going to address that in one of our other uh, July issues. But it is exciting. It's exciting it that there's a lot of families really considering to step away from the public system or the private system and say, you know what? We experienced this for ourselves. Mm-hmm. We saw how our kids were happier. They were less stressed. We had more time. There was a, a clear improvement in our entire family's quality of life. I don't want to go back to the rat race right. of, of, that we were doing before where being busy was a cultural badge of honor. Mm-hmm. I, I like this lower stress mm-hmm. situation. Our kids have done great. We've removed all the inefficiencies that sure. can come with public and private. And we're right here doing it together. Mm-hmm. But then this this freedom that we're feeling on, on every category. So what are some of the categories where people experience the freedom? Well, certainly it's in the area of just daily routine. Sure. Right? I mean, it changes everything when you think about the daily routine. And, and I do want to say, as we're talking about the freedom, at first, I think the freedom feels like a free fall. Yeah. <laughs> and you're just like, where's the bottom? You know, you feel like you're just falling and where, where can I get on some solid ground? And I just want to say, look, lean into this because I believe as a Christian, God will give you everything you right. need. And is, and I think for a lot of families, many of whom are professing Christians, Welcome to a whole new level of sanctification and welcome to a whole new level of dependency on God. Well, and if you've ever listened to this show, my tagline ends with walking by faith and enjoying the homeschooling adventure of a lifetime. And that's not just not a marketing slogan. It's real life. Homeschooling is a walk of faith and it sanctifies it in a way that uh, you, you, you don't know until you're actually there Sure, you get to call the shots, but oh my goodness, the buck stops with me. I I have to make the decisions here. Well, and the reason it's called faith is because we don't see. We don't know. We don't have it all figured out. So one thing I would say to the families that are considering this is... I double dog dare you to do it, yeah. right? I I think back to when this country was just founded, and you know you had the pilgrims who came and landed, and they were certainly brave souls by any measure. And then you had the people who actually set out and went west, the pioneers who went west. They didn't just see the ad in the newspaper. They didn't just read about the Oregon Trail. They didn't just wave at the the um, caravans of carts, covered wagons, yeah, or covered wagons that headed west. They didn't just bake an apple pie and give it to a friend. They packed up their stuff and they they headed out. And really, that's kind of what you're doing. If you're deciding to step out and do this, you're not just looking at the map. You're not just waving at people. Maybe because you've home educated for the last two or three months, you have a deeper appreciation, uh, not just for teachers at large, but for who homeschoolers are. You know, we're not just a group of people who sit in pajamas all day long and do nothing. We're not people who just pop popcorn and just have a whatever approach. Homeschoolers at their core are hardworking 
families who are seeking to have rigorous academic experiences in the context of a home. Right. They're very intentional about it. Very intentional. And they're prioritizing relationships first. I'll give you that. But they're not lazy in their academic pursuits, and they are diligent in their work and their character development of their children. And so you appreciate that side of it. So now you're stepping out, and you have an opportunity to do this. And I would say, lean into the freedom and take it one step at a time. You don't have to have it all figured out to start this September. You really don't. and, And that's a great point. Nobody knew in January that they were going to be homeschooling in Mm-mm. March. So, fifty-seven million students and their uh, parents did not have it figured out. No, and they slammed literally into yeah. homeschooling. Probably felt that free fall, like you're saying. But if twenty-two to sixty percent are saying they want to continue this fall, something good was happening in their homes, right? Uh, and not over a two-week period, but right. over a two-month-plus period. So there was enough time to get a real sense of, hmm, what would this look like if we did it this fall? Well, and I think that's where it starts. I mean, if you're seriously considering it, and even if you're only kind of considering it, again, I would double dog dare you to do it. And the reason why is not because it's easy. I'm never going to be behind this microphone telling you homeschooling is easy. Never. It's the hardest thing I'm I've ever done and the thing that I'm most grateful that we've continued to do because of how I've seen God, what I've learned about God, um, how I've grown, how I've gotten to know my children, what we've all learned together. I wouldn't change it for anything, but I hope people will actually take serious this pull that they're having to do this. But I would say as you're starting Don't think you have to have it all figured out. Faith is faith because you don't have it all figured out. But take the time this summer to brainstorm what would your day look like. Just, again, rhythm, um, routine, not a schedule. There's no bells in this system. There's no bells in this system. You didn't have bells last two months. That's right. You may have realized how good that was. Your kids certainly may have realized that. So the priorities that you get to do is you get to do your daily routine, your daily pattern. You get to decide that. You get to decide what are your priorities through the day. Maybe it is that one of the things, and and I'm really not making fun. This is a, a, a thing. Many moms have gotten back to baking bread for the family. Now, I've done that a couple of times. I've not done it nearly as often as I wanted to. In fact, one of our daughters who's home has baked far more than I have. But maybe as you look at this fall, you're thinking, you know what? I don't, I'm not going to stop baking bread just because it's readily available to the store. My kids and I have had so much fun. I want to keep doing that. You can make that a priority yeah. into your homeschool plan. You could say, we want to get up and have family worship. We want to have make breakfast together. We want to make sure we have breakfast, lunch, and dinner together. You could say, we want to do more read-alouds together. You get to set the priorities for your kids from pre-K, preschool, all the way through the senior year. You get to know who your kids are and respond to the needs of what they need academically, certainly when they're in high school, what they're interested in. You can let them chase for an inordinate amount of time. You can build that into your daily routine. We have a son that any minute now we may hear practicing on the piano because that's a huge priority for him right now. And we have the luxury in our routine to build in extra time for him to do that. Well, and I think that's one of the areas of feeling the freedom that it's not just the parents 
that can fuel the freedom to set the daily routine, the weekly schedule, the calendar, right. picking the curriculum, etc. But the kids can actually fuel the freedom by getting to spend a disproportionate amount of time on something they really enjoy and are really seeing improvement on, like piano for one of our sons, art for another son. We've had all of our kids have spent a disproportionate amount of time on the one or two subjects that they were really good at, really motivated to study right. on their own exactly. and to study extra amounts of time to do self-initiated projects that took hours and hours and hours that are well worth the time that there's no way you can do in a public or private school setting. Right. And instead of building in and trying to accommodate in your schedule, all of those things that the institutionalized educational options required, like all the after school things that you had to do and all of the extracurricular things you had to do, you can actually build in things like rest. Yes. So, I mean, I really think this newfound freedom is you get to breathe again. And I would just ask our listeners, don't forget how good it's felt. Yes. To be breathing. Yeah. Don't don't go back if it felt so good. And on, on the rest, that's a great point because I remember when our kids were younger in particular, Wednesday had the potential to be the killer day mm-hmm. because that was when, uh, thinking of the years when Awana was on Wednesday night. Sure. So we got up, we probably had a morning family worship before I left for work in those days, and then a full day with kids and lunch and cleanup. But in that evening, I was going to take the kids to Awana. So if they didn't nap and yeah, get some rest, they were not going to make it through the evening. And Wednesday was our nap day, our rest day. And you would give them a routine of after lunch, they have to lay down. They don't have to fall asleep, but they have to lay down, be quiet, read a book. Um, and typically they fell asleep right. because their bodies needed it. And it became just part of our routine that actually made my evening with them so work much better. Well, <laughs> and they were still exhausted after Awana, sure, right? It I mean, it's not like it. Right, it's not like it blew that. But building in what you know your kids need. There's right. study after study after study after study. We know that kids need more rest than they are getting exactly. in an institutionalized setting. When they're we up know at that. a crazy early hour to get on. A we know bus that, and, so, and so we can build that in. Right. Quiet time, rest time. We can build that in. Here's really good news to our rest, our, our listeners, as they're thinking about this freedom. You don't have to be exhausted. Yes. You don't have to be super busy. You don't have to be tired, overwhelmed. You don't have to be bored. You don't have to dread Monday. There is a freedom available in homeschooling that does not compromise on academic rigor or relationships within the family. It doesn't compromise on extracurricular activities. It doesn't compromise, but it does give you freedom to breathe and to prioritize what you as a family need to prioritize. Right, and part of what you've probably experienced naturally is the efficiencies of homeschooling. Mm -hmm. So you haven't been standing in line. Your kids haven't been standing in line. They haven't been doing mundane, arbitrary, meaningless, busy work. Worksheet after worksheet. And and yeah, drill, uh, kill by drill. Yeah. And, And so... What you found is when your kids have finished the work, they're done. They yeah. can go play. They can do that self-initiated project. And they can be bored and mm-hmm. create something that's actually worth their interest and time that they have to come up with, which is an important skill. But more than anything, to your point, you're going to realize the efficiencies. You've already realized those, which is given that extra time 
that can build margin into your life for mm-hmm. rest or just exhaling, slowing down at a meal, mm-hmm. you know, actually enjoying playtime outside. Yeah, and I'm going to say, I remember when we first started on this journey. So when we first started, I guess Charles was six. Mm-hmm. Is that right? So I remember one of the critics speaking into my ear at the time we first started that, you know, they were panicked on my behalf and they were like, how can you possibly do what it takes a building of professionals to do? And at the time, I really didn't know how to respond to that because I did feel the weight of this decision. I mean, we were just starting. I didn't even want to start. I mean, we're talking the very beginning. But what I've come to learn is I don't think you should ignore the weight of the responsibility. I think that's a real thing. It is a huge responsibility to be a parent. I think the problem has become that this responsibility, this weight you're feeling as you step into homeschooling has always been there. You just have abdicated it to an institution. So that this responsibility for educating your children, I would argue, has always been yours. That's a good point. And leaning into it is the opportunity that homeschool affords. But the other part of that is, I'm not trying to do everything a building of professionals we're trying to do. <laughs> yeah, right. I'm just trying to be the best mother that I can be to the kids that God has sent to my home. And I have the assurance that the God of the universe who spoke light into existence, is going to walk with me every step of the way. Well, and what you realize, what you end up discovering as a parent, is your kids were probably doing a lot of meaningless activities to fill time, whereas now you can say, okay, out with the wasted stuff, what's left, some really important stuff that's uh, valuable and important for you as a family, and you realize you get it done quickly and efficiently, leaving lots of extra time that reduces stress for everyone. So the kids' stress lowers. Mm -hmm. They're happier because they're actually doing things that are interesting and engaging to them, and they're not just filling time doing nothing. Yeah, you can... I wrote this down before we started because I love this. All right, say You can cut all the waste and cut to the chase. In homeschooling, you can cut out all the stuff that you really don't need. Look, I taught in the public system before I came home to home educate our children. And I will say, I had time wasting, or they were spoke, they were called sponge activities at one point, <laughs> but it was to soak up the time that I was having to spend with an individual student because that was considered negative. So that the whole of the other class, the rest of the class was doing something on subject. Other than just sitting there doing nothing. Exactly. Yeah. But now as a homeschool mom, I can, I don't have to have that because I have Great the luxury point. of doing this. And I just want to say, I love the line in a wizard of, in the wizard of Oz that says, you know what? We're not in Kansas anymore. Is As you step into homeschooling, you're not in an institution anymore. Yes. You're not running on anybody's schedule, anybody's bus route, anybody's calendar. You don't ask to have permission to take a day off or to go further or research deeper on a subject that your child is interested in. You are in charge of the board. Enjoy it. That's great words. And so if you're feeling some of that freedom, feel it completely. Wow, this has been a great conversation. I love talking about homeschooling and the freedom that comes with it. So thank you all for listening. 
We hope you'll join us again next time. And if you liked what you heard today, please share it with some friends. This is Let's Talk Homeschool, and we are your hosts, Davis and Rachel Carmen. I want to make sure I thank our sponsor, Apologia Educational Ministries. Their mission is to help homeschooling families learn, live, and defend the Christian faith. Apologia is the number one publisher of creation-based science and Bible worldview curricula for homeschooling families, with over 110 number one awards covering a time span of more than 13 years in a row. Now that's impressive, but more importantly, that's why Apologia is trusted by homeschooling families all across the USA and the world. Go to Apologia.com, a great place to explore creation. And make sure you also go to homeschool-101.com. There you can sign up to receive email updates, devotionals, and many other resources, and of course, podcast updates. Finally, feel free to send us an email with comments, suggestions, or any feedback. The address is podcast at apologia.com. Have a great day, and until next time, we are walking by faith and enjoying the homeschooling adventure of a lifetime.